0: Welcome back to Real Fantasy Encounters, Season 4. We will be playing Breakfast Cult, written by Etten, which uses the Fate Accelerated system. My name is Aaron, and I'll be the GM. I'm joined by Seamus.
1: Hi, I'll be playing Saffron Spirit Caller. Charlie.
2: Hi, and I'll be playing Marja Olsen II.
3: And Nick. Hi, I will be playing Rudy Asiari. Today, however, we are generating
0: characters using the Monster Hearts 2 setup seating chart written by Avery Alder. Let's begin.
1: (laughs) I am also a robot who is here.
0: We are functioning human (laughs) beings in society. Do you want to retake that?
1: No, it's fine. I think it's fine. fine. I like it. Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay.
2: It's it's just we're all thrown because this is the first time in what like how many months that all of us have been in the same room again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's fucking wild. It's been a while. So long. Um,
0: and now, what 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 this um, what this mechanic does is it sets up a classroom layout uh, for the homeroom that we'll be using for the duration of our breakfast cult game. It sets up the uh, petty uh, relationships between teenagers um, and kind of forces everybody to have an opinion about the people in their classroom. What what is breakfast cult, Aaron? Breakfast cult, Nick. (laughs) I hear you say um, uh, is that's a good question. Give me a moment. So Breakfast Cult is a game about a bunch of delinquent teenagers um, uh, who were sent to detention one day um, uh, for occult science crimes. Usually, uh, this is because they have been interfering with cosmic forces beyond their understanding. Um, But in some cases, it is because there is a conspiracy brewing against them, the very children at the school. Uh, It is a game seeped in mystery um uh, one that is kind of oriented toward detective stories you'll be playing students at this academy who kind of become embroiled in the mystery at the heart of the school
2: i'm down for some scooby-doo shit yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's how i'm viewing this is just scooby-doo but oh no it's real <laughs>
0: So the first question for the uh, setup seating chart, um, the one that I really like, is determining who out of the three of you is the most popular person in this classroom.
2: See, when when we like came up with our characters and stuff, I went into it thinking that by far I would hands down not be the most popular person, purely just because of my cherry disposition, and I mean that with all sincerity, but. Somehow, I don't think that's the case anymore.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely uh, between the two of us.
1: Yeah, it's definitely not my character. <laughs> no. Yeah, no. <laughs> if any, whatever the opposite of popular is, that's probably more like more likely what my character is.
3: Yeah. Um. Uh. Uh. Rudy is uh, a a cult historian, is what he is. Um. He is uh, from uh, Sulawesi in Indonesia. <laughs> uh He is a specialist with uh megaliths, dolmens, uh meners, all variety of uh a giant ancient rock formations. He's a sculptor, and he's like wanted to recreate these things his uh, whole life and he's he's been practicing to do this to get into this um this uh this supernatural occult academy and uh when he did, he came and first thing he did was signed up with the art club only to find out the art club doesn't actually do a lot of art. <laughs> They're kind of running an essay mill operation there where like they they paint different like ritual circles for people. So like if you've got to paint like an intricate sigil or something for your class, you uh, can like pay the art club to do it for you. And uh, he can't paint or draw or anything. (laughs) so (laughs) In order to like find a role here, he's ended up being like this this mediatory like go-between. Where like he goes and like uh, uh like distributes these things and takes orders and he chases up loans for kids that haven't paid.
2: Oh, <laughs> yes, the popular kid. You're, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: you're you're an enforcer, which is because like, like yeah, uh, yeah uh, Rudy is like he's a, a very short kid. He's a short king. <laughs> 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 it's yeah. How short is short? Um, I, I want to say four one.
4: Ooh, I <laughs> <Okay. laughs>
3: He <laughs> doesn't have to bend down much to pick up this crown. That's no, you, <laughs> <laughs> you like walk around the corner and these they were like aviator shades in a beanie on with his arms oh crossed, like God. trying to act as intimidating as possible.
2: I love this small child. <laughs>
3: <Yes>. <laughs> but yeah, um, look, people know he's got the hookup. Yeah. But the the SA hookup. He doesn't sell any drugs, but he does sell painted sigils. <laughs> and I think his popularity is Mostly rooted in that.
2: Yeah, no, I feel like just based on that alone, you are definitely more popular than Maja is, or at the very least, perceives herself to be.
3: <laughs> so yeah, um, I'm going to put myself uh, in the back row, <laughs> uh, back row <laughs> bandit up here in the middle. <laughs> in the middle, the yeah, middle
2: of the back row. Not even a window seat.
3: Well, yeah, I've got to be able to like pass stuff. Like, as people walk up the hallway, I've got to be able to palm stuff off. Mm,
1: that's good. That's yeah. good. Yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. It's called business.
4: <laughs> wow.
0: <laughs> All righty. Um, now, okay, who sits directly in front of you then? Is,
3: is that a question for me or the table? That is, that's a question specifically for you. <laughs> okay it it would have to be the kid that I have to hand the most stuff to, <laughs> so it's some <laughs> someone not very smart or not very good at drawing,
2: like a patsy
3: <laughs> yeah,
0: okay, um uh so yeah, like the describe them a little bit more like they're they are they are they your like unwitting follower in all of this <laughs> um or are they in on the the action as well to some degree
3: um uh, i was leaning towards like number one customer oh okay yeah so this person is just is doesn't
0: ever want to do any work at this academy what's yeah maybe that's the angle <laughs> they
3: can do it they just don't want to yeah okay yeah. all right
0: um cool what's their
3: name uh Kevin. <laughs> <laughs>
1: When you put on the spot, you're going put on the spot, <laughs> <Sorry>. on you, <laughs> Kevin?
3: No, uh, this this is uh, Kevin Fong. He is a a technomancer, and uh, he plays a lot of video games, which is why he doesn't want to do any homework.
2: Got to get on okay. that raid grind. Yeah,
3: yeah.
1: Is he there like on a handheld in class playing <laughs> video games in the middle of class? Uh,
3: it's it's definitely like still guild chat coordinating.
1: <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay.
3: Um. All right. Let me write Kevin in there. Yeah, put Kevin in
0: there. Make sure we don't forget it.
3: <laughs> yes, and in the lore of this game, Technomancers are people who can control technology using their psychic powers. Yes.
0: Yeah. Seamus. Yes. How did Kevin stitch Saffron up? What did Kevin do uh, to get you in a whole heap of trouble? Oh, um. With, with the pecs. With the teachers. Oh, absolutely. He,
1: um. I'm sorry, the pecs? Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's. Okay. Um, uh, this is a fucking long story. Um, I mean, are all the
2: teachers just like super swole? Like.
0: uh, No. So I think. Oh, man. This, um, this is Central Coast slang, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> this is one particular piece of Central Coast slang that is unverified that a kid in my year, in year six, who had huge aspirations of going to Oxford but is now a pool cleaner, um, uh, was, was saying that uh, at Oxford, um, students refer to their professors and lecturers as pecs, as, like, like birds, pecs.
2: Uh-huh. I have always associated
0: <laughs> that word in my head with teachers now. <laughs> I'm realizing now that it's just me and that kid. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but yes, uh, how, did, <laughs> how did he get you in trouble
1: with the teachers? Um, yeah, no, this is a pretty pretty straightforward one, I think. he um, had, He was caught with a bunch of those... Um, forged documents, like the the, the schoolwork, uh, and then pinned it on me. Oh man, I okay. didn't say anything because I don't, I don't care. I already have a reputation, and uh, that's why the teachers were so willing to believe that they were mine.
0: What did you do with all those? Uh, the, I'm I'm presuming that he hid
1: the the glyphs on you. Yes, he would like. I think you know, I think he hid them in my desk. Okay. Um, and so when there was a, a search done. Or uh, they, they found out about these glyphs being passed out. They uh, found a bunch of identical ones uh, in my desk,
0: and now now you're at the center of this. Um, at this the center body. of this operation, yeah. <laughs>
1: like
2: as I far have as, no as the staff is concerned, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> I have no idea what's going
0: on. Yeah, um,
3: Ke- Kevin is a shithead, but he pays on time, <laughs> and like that's that's. Pretty much like the the one income source that like it always floats. <laughs> um,
1: I'd also like to stipulate, I don't know if it was specifically Kevin who did this. Okay, I just know someone did it.
0: Yeah, okay. I think I think that you know someone from around that area. Yes, stitched you up. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Charlie. Yes. What have you and Kevin bonded over?
2: Um. You know, I've just I've seen him. He's got stellar like um he's got a stellar record in his sigil classes. Like he's the best in the class and I just really aspire for his artistic talent. It's something he should be really proud of, and I'm I'm we bond over that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I so think
0: you think he's, he's this like exemplar of, of I, student I think life.
2: I she she probably sees him as he, he's quite odd. He he seems like he doesn't pay attention, but he's got such good grades, so he obviously does. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> and you know, I mean, as a fellow artiste, I I've I've got to admire that. So like I think there's been a couple of times where I don't think she sits directly next to kevin but at some point they've been like um well she's been in the vicinity where he's been like handing homework over or she's seen him packing sigils into his bag and she's just noticed and been like that's a fellow artist i have to respect this person (laughs) (laughs) she's never actually held a conversation with this person
0: yeah 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 do you think he's a master student
2: (laughs) i i think he i think her perception is that He likes to present himself as, like, a lazy layabout because he's just so cool. But underneath that hard, gritty exterior, he's just a dedicated student.
0: All right, I'm glad we've gotten delinquent (laughs) and dedicated student out of the way. Um, (laughs) Now we've got uh, approximately 14 more tables
3: to fill in. um.
1: We should probably write down this information (laughs) somewhere.
2: Uh,
3: yeah. I I wrote Kevin.
2: (laughs) I've been shredding up my paper. I have nothing to write on. <laughs>
3: I will scribe.
2: Yay! Yay! Also, you probably have the most legible handwriting out of us all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, Seamus, uh, who sits, uh, from your point of view, next to Rudy on the right hand side of him?
1: On the right hand side. Yeah.
0: There's...
2: Wait. wait. Uh, uh, face from, from. Oh no! <laughs> I think oh, no! You messed everything up.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: We, we will post a picture of this on Twitter. Yep. We'll uh, pin it up actually. Yeah, you can go yeah. look at this as we're doing it. Come on, back row bandits.
1: Oh. Yeah.
2: Yeah, who's sitting at the back of the classroom?
0: Yeah, okay. Next next to this oh. guy who is like <laughs> like hundred percent crime boss. Hundred
1: percent. This is the um the leader of the school gang.
0: Okay. Yes.
2: Which school gang? I feel like this is a similar uh, other couple.
0: What's the name
1: of the gang?
2: And what do they do?
1: Yeah, so it's the um, it's the Fem Fatals.
3: Oh, yes. Fuck, okay. okay. Nice. Okay, yeah.
1: Calm down. Yeah, and they're a um, they're sort of like this punk like tagging gang. They go around and like tag buildings and stuff like that. But they're also a band okay yeah
2: they're scar band right no it's a punk nice. band <laughs> <laughs> they're the, scar the uh, I just <laughs> like the idea of a bunch of these like femme fatale punk ass bitches rocking up and you're like fuck yeah let's get some like grunge going and they just stop like scar music
1: <laughs> Scar
3: isn't a real type of music
2: <laughs> yes it is <laughs> fuck you
3: who left all this check graffiti on the walls <laughs>
2: 20th century scar.
0: <laughs> hey, who left behind their reggae LP? <laughs> um, <laughs> um Okay, yeah. I can I can fucking vibe with that. Yeah, okay. Yes. Um they are the leader of the Femme Fatales. When you say they're the leader, in terms of the band, what position do they play? The front man, obviously. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, but do they, they play an instrument? They like lead guitarists and vocals, or
1: Flute. I think they play uh, the keyboard and vocals, and it's a keyboard that's just strapped around their neck.
2: Kita, Kita. So,
1: so they move around with it.
0: Okay. Yeah. Right. So it's like in front of them here. Yeah. Like, oh, almost okay. like a keyboard. Yeah, like, like a keyboard like that a, they a typing keyboard. Yeah. 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 yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Strapped around their neck. And they just carry that thing
2: everywhere.
0: And some Weird Al Yankovic vibes <laughs> from the leader of the Femme Patals. See, I
2: wasn't off with Scar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was on the fucking money.
1: <laughs> it's set up so it's also got, like, you can program it. Like, it's a programmable keyboard. So it's not always just normal notes. So there's, like, sound, like car crashes and stuff like that they can throw in there. Okay.
3: What's their name?
1: Yeah. Um... <laughs> Because you guys know I'm the best at coming up with names. Yeah.
3: Yeah. You're following Kevin. Kevin
1: Kevin Fong. I
2: mean, this is the guy that came up with Damon Ash. Hey, (laughs) hey.
1: I stand by that.
2: It's a pretty fucking slick name. I can't deny.
1: Um, I think we're going to go with Amelia.
0: Okay. Amelia, any last name then? Just a mononym. Just a mononym. Amelia. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nick. Yes. Amelia hurt you.
3: How? Oh no.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I,
3: I, I think I have been pitted against Amelia in the past. Like, uh, she's she's a, a, you know, a gang adjacent spray tagger. The art club was definitely like, she's infringing on some some brand <laughs> stuff here. <laughs> um, okay. uh, yeah, very early on, they tried to send me to intimidate her out of doing a big mural. <laughs> and I was not successful. In fact, I got my ass kicked.
0: <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> okay. Charlie. Mm-hmm this is this is a provocative question um okay. you auditioned for the band but okay. you were knocked oh. back yeah okay. of course why
2: yeah. <laughs> i play the oboe <laughs> didn't really fit with their aesthetic
0: ska <laughs> punk oboe <laughs> um.
2: <laughs> yeah yeah uh, it was in uh growing up she was forced to learn um a, a bunch of instruments so she could, she could have easily just walked in with, like, I can play the drums, the guitar, and a bunch of stuff. But she chose to walk in with an oboe because it's her favourite. And um she walked in, she played a little song, and it was very much, like, whatever was, like, the top pop number on the charts, but it was an oboe cover at the time. Like, the equivalent of pl- playing, like, Katy Perry's I Kissed a Girl on the oboe. <laughs> yeah. It was...
0: I thought of like a G6. Um,
2: (laughs) (laughs) But it was just, it was very odd. It was very, very odd. And they didn't really know how to respond to her overt bubbliness. And the fact that she had the absolute balls to walk in there to begin with. Mm. I, I think, as far as like Marja perceives things, she went in. She didn't make the cut. That's fine. They're a pretty cool band anyway. She'll still listen to their music, um, but she didn't get in, and that's fine. So, I don't yeah. think I know how Amelia perceives her though.
0: Okay, um, but you like you like you're saying you left on you left on fairly good terms with the femme fatales.
2: As far as Marja's concerned, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> From her, the way she perceives things, she's like, I just didn't make the cut.
0: I think, yeah. I think like it was just like this this was nice, but this isn't going to work. Yeah. Um, like like <laughs>
2: they would just, I think they like, normally they, they would, especially Amelia would have that very tough exterior, kind of intimidating, almost try and scare off any like potential, like bandmates in a sort of like fear factor S trial. And that just, that shit just didn't work on Marsha. Mm. She didn't understand the concept of just like fear fear (laughs) not so much fear but what's it called when frats do bad shit to new hazing Hazing. Hazing. yeah that's what she does to new band members i think and i don't think Mm. marja understands the concept of hazing
0: yeah and i think i think because you toughed it out, she has a, a kind of uneasy respect for you being yourself. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and you know, like, it's probably not subjected you to the torment that would have followed for, for anybody else who tried to do that. And that, failed. That wasn't comfortable. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. But, yeah, she just literally did not perceive any of the hazing or thinly veiled threats that were a part of that whole band process. She just went in and oh, it's a shame I didn't like it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that big oboe energy.
2: Yeah. Um. <laughs> just <laughs> this fucking oboe. <laughs> it has been bedazzled.
1: Of course it has. Yeah, of course it fucking has. Yeah. It's a solid gold oboe.
2: Yeah. With, with pink Swarovski crystals. Just like bedazzled the fuck all over it. <laughs> it's just ostentatious as shit. It's so bad.
0: And not to, not to <laughs> immediately throw it back to you. <laughs> okay. But uh, on the other side of Rudy,
2: on the other there side is of one
0: Reed. one more right in the, on your hand. Uh, yeah, right on hand the very corner.
2: far back right corner. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I think since we've got two tough kids in the back, I think we need like a silent stoic type, like someone who just keeps to themselves and like, like melancholy gazes out of the window, 90% of the class, like... B's and C's just sort of like cruises through the class, doesn't attract much attention. They're just like one of those nobodies that just sort of somehow is everywhere and nowhere at the same time. Um, I think her name would be, let's just, just play into this. Her name's Jane Doe. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there's obviously nothing ominous about this at all. Mm. No one really knows where this girl came from. She just sort of rocks up to class. She was just kind of here. And they were like, she got in. She got past security. So I guess we should give her enrollment forms. Yeah. (laughs) And she just kind of like slid into class life. She was like, she was the first person in the class when we all rocked up. She was already there. So yeah, she's just doesn't contribute. No one's heard her speak ever. Is this character a ghost? I mean, that's a motif that I'm drawing from, surely, but I'm not quite sure how ghosts play into the Breakfast Cult world yet. But I am no. I'm more than, <laughs> there are ghosts. I am more than happy for this just to be some wild fucking mystery that we have to have to that's solve really along cool. on, the, on the road.
0: Okay, Seamus, uh, Jane Doe has a secret that you know, and that she knows you know. What's that secret?
2: you know you want to i I think
1: i'm gonna play into uh a little bit of my background Mm -hmm. Uh, she is in fact a spirit
0: she's an actual Um, ghost yeah Um. um
1: which uh i have been able to see and perceive through uh the void uh study of magic that i that i access yeah how did she react when incredibly surprised? That wasn't supposed to happen. Um, nobody should know this. She, her disguise has worked for many years. And even, yeah, no one has ever found out before. Even like teachers and stuff have, have, don't, don't, don't know. And whatever I did to find figure it out, she's not sure is the same sort of magic that the school uses. Is, is she possessing someone? That was literally <laughs> what I was about
2: to ask. Is she like a ghost that you can touch or is she just finding meat suits every three years?
1: I think it's more of a, she's been able to make her form corporal. Like she's she's a ghost, but she's able to solidify into like a semi-human type form. Yeah. Mm.
2: yeah. She just looks really pale. We just thought she was like maybe a bit of a goth, but nah, that's translucency. <laughs>
0: Nick, yeah, <laughs> there is a rumor going around that, <laughs> that she was pregnant. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. She was pregnant. <laughs> yeah,
3: is the rumor true?
2: I want to know who busted this whether, a ghost.
3: Whether I think the rumor is true or whether
0: whether you think the rumor is true, and what you would tell people.
3: Oh no. Oh no.
1: <laughs> you really gotta ask those provocative questions, huh? Yes.
3: <laughs> Look, uh, Rudy Rudy has positive feelings towards Jane. She like she's the perfect person to sit next to if you are doing crimes. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> Rudy's done some shit behind this table and she's not even blinked at this point. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And she, you don't even you haven't even
3: seen her blink. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, Rudy thinks it's 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 possibly true, but um, uh, he he wouldn't want to get her. He want wouldn't want anything that happened that would result in her leaving the class, because then he would have some unknown move into that seat next to him. So I think he would protect her honor in that sense. Aww. That's nice. a defender on that. But in secret, you'd be game. like, yeah, she was totally oh, yeah, pregnant." Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Preggers>. um, <laughs> up the duff. Um, <laughs> open question to the table. Who is the next most popular out of the three of you?
2: It, it would be me, because it's certainly not fucking you, Seamus.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I made an edgelord. You
2: made an edgelord. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not sure how Marja perceives popularity? Or I, I think she just sort of came into this school hoping to make friends after being in self-isolation, self, well, being isolated for literally her entire life. Mm. And I think her idea is, if I'm the happiest and the bubbliest and the most open and warm, then therefore I will make the most friends. I think she's not concerned with popularity. She just wants the most friends. She wants a friend harem. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> A completely platonic friend harem. (laughs)
0: Okay. Um, Where do you sit on that that chart?
2: Well, considering my club (laughs) and my position in said club, because despite me being a first year, I am the student council president. (laughs) I would sit at the front row right next to the door of the classroom. So everyone has to fucking walk past me when they come in.
0: (laughs) It's a power play.
2: Yeah, so I can greet everyone, ask them how their day was. Do they have enough breakfast? Are they sleeping okay? Do you need help with homework? Don't forget homework. That's <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah. Don't forget homework. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah, she's sitting at the very front of the class because, I mean, she thought about maybe sitting in the middle so she co- could talk to the most people, but she's also. Uh, very concerned with their studies.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: And I should probably mention that um, Marja is an alchemist, and specifically she deals, well, her way of alchemy is essentially just cooking. She really likes to cook, so she's like, oh, why not throw alchemy into that? It's the same thing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and do you want to give a little bit of context about your father and his yes. relationship with the um, Institute?
2: So my father goes by Sir Olson uh the third. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I, I am Marja Olson the second, named after my mother. It's a, a well, not quite a long line yet, but that is the, the family prerogative is to keep that line running, or at least that's how she was raised.
0: They're building that prestige. Oh
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They want to have that long family lineage. And her father is basically the societal kingpin for alchemy supply which is primarily um, crystals and herbs and artifacts and anything that you would pretty much use in the process of alchemy, he pretty much holds a monopoly over the whole market. Like, if if um, Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk had a weird baby, it would be this dude. <laughs> like, that's who this kid... that That's who Marge's dad is. And he travels all around the world doing, air quote, business deals, and they may be... Not so legal, but you know, that's how he has made his fortune, and that in turn is how she became the student council president. Is because, um, her father supplies all of our al- all of the alchemical needs, this not just the school, but this whole island. He was, yeah, as. he was a
0: major donor, major to donor, the Ganymede Institute. So, yeah. I am
2: fueled by big daddy money, yeah. And she, she, she has been, she's literally living, never left her manor before, she has not been beyond the manor grounds before this is the first time she has been outside of her home and she is back in isolation yeah trapped on another plane but it's so different she doesn't care
0: you're really stepping out like she, this yeah <laughs> this could be the real world this, in yeah. as, as far as you're aware
2: oh this is the real world as far as she's aware she's going to to a school she's been homeschooled her entire life which is why her perception of things maybe isn't the greatest
0: all right and on that um, I will get you to name mm-hmm. uh, the student who sits directly behind you.
2: Directly behind me? Hmm. Oh, man, I just did a character. Fuck. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So, so far we've got a Femme Fatale band member, a literal fucking ghost, and um, Kevin Fong, the Technomancer. I feel like we need a jock. So I I think I imagine there's a bunch of like sport clubs. Around. Oh yeah. I, I there actually, is a Sumo
3: club <laughs> a Sumo jock.
2: Okay. Uh, actually, I'm down. This uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna maybe step on some cultural toes. I don't know if that's a thing or not, but I, I think this um, the academy has the first ever female Sumo club.
0: Ooh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, they're, they're... I think
0: the sumo club is open to all who want to sumo. Yeah, I think
2: that's probably a bit better, yeah, because um, generally it uh... is... I'm almost 90% sure it's purely male-dominated Oh, fields. yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've literally, at the very least, never heard of a female sumo, at mm. least in the professional sense, and I think this school is accepting of all, like... Um, genders and creeds yeah And it, yo you want to be a sumo yo come in
0: <laughs> no one's gonna stop them out here on this secluded ass island in the middle of the ocean
2: um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no one's gonna tell you no Where yeah they
1: practice magic sumo wrestling yes
2: <laughs> yeah and i think um uh i i don't co- i don't have a name like a legal name for the uh the the student however she has a sumo stage name which is okay. peaches Peaches. <laughs> because that is the food um, she... That's her favorite food. And, like, that's... Because I, I feel like, um, as with most, um, like, uh, sporting clubs, they probably are some kind of celebrity, at least in their own field. And her gimmick is, is that, you know, her favorite food is peaches. That's what she chows down on. And she probably like has all her favorite healthy peach recipes to help you get those sick gains like peach cobblers and all weird peach fusions of stuff. (laughs) For sure. Yeah, yeah. And I I think she is the sumo girl known as peaches.
3: Um, Not only uh, female wrestlers, though they they are a thing, but not in professional competitions. In professional competitions, women aren't actually allowed to enter or touch the ring at all. Okay, but that but there are female sumos.
2: Yes, yes, so they
3: have an entirely separate league oh, of their own. Cool, hell yeah.
2: Well, I'm making it professional. Fuck that.
0: It must be difficult if they can't enter the ring. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> they just use psionic powers to like just like, <laughs> yeah,
1: to project mentally sumo yes. one another. Just like um, astral
2: projecting sumo ghosts into the ring. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yes.
1: That's a really neat concept. Astral projection sumos.
2: <laughs> yes, yeah. I I think this is a. Uh, At least in the school sense, she is professional sumo peaches. Yeah.
0: Yeah, okay. Seamus, Mm -hmm. peaches beat you up.
2: (laughs) Oh, fuck. How are you not dead?
1: (laughs) Uh Uh-huh.
0: Why did she do that?
1: Because she thought I was harassing one of her friends. Okay. What did she think you were doing? Stopping them from going where they needed to go. Misleading them. She's not really sure, but I looked very aggressive. Um, she vibe checked you. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you did not pass. You did not pass. I did not pass. I looked very aggressive and very shifty um, to this person. Um, and I was just asking for directions. <laughs>
2: But you, I, I like the idea that you couldn't actually get the words out. You're just standing in front of this girl, really angry, but you couldn't figure out how to ask.
1: Yeah, so I can't. Well, I can. But I used to not be able to see very well, so I've got this habit of squinting.
2: Fucking! Why did I know? That's what that was. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I'm there squinting at this at this, at this at this at this hapless person that I've just met, met on the thing on on the school grounds, asking for directions to my classroom. Um. And I look pretty menacing. I am carrying a sword on my back. And I've known around the school for causing trouble. And being sort of that outcast, delinquent type profile. Mm. And she wasn't going to have anyone mess with her friends. And I got thumped.
0: How did she thump you?
1: (laughs) I think I just got Spartan kicked.
2: (laughs) Holy fuck.
0: Okay. <laughs> I, yeah, I think she kicked you into a set of lockers. Yeah. Um,
2: fuck. Yeah.
0: yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and do you, how do you feel about that?
1: Oh, it happens all the time. I Aww.
0: get my ass beat all the time. <laughs> um. In that case, uh, Nick. Yeah. Peaches owes you a
3: favor. Why? Yes, she owes me a debt is what she owes me. <laughs> so yeah, I handle like the art club's uh, loans and like repayments and stuff like that. Let's see following up on those, I think Peaches is like the only person that I've loaned money to that wasn't for an art club reason. <laughs> okay, which I, I I don't do in any other circumstance, but she came to me, she needed the money, and I was like, you know what? it's Peaches. <laughs>
2: I also don't want to say no to peaches. I also don't want to say no to peaches.
0: <laughs> Why did she need the money? Would not tell me. She didn't tell you. Okay. No. Mysterious sumo
3: funds.
2: Yes. <laughs> um, she needed peach money. <laughs> needed peach money. <laughs> yeah.
3: um, uh, it is. It's coming out of art club money, but she's like uh, promised to make me not tell them about it. Mm. Which I've been happy to do because I did put a decent interest rate on it. (laughs) You put in interest rates on your loans?
0: Yeah.
2: (laughs) I mean, if you were this dude, wouldn't you?
0: (laughs) I am betting that half the kids in this classroom don't know what interest rates are. No, absolutely Um, not. (laughs) So, yeah, she's
3: indebted to me both in the sense of money and because I'm not telling anyone about this. And I'm dipping into art club funds in secret. Okay, you're, you're embezzling money yeah. from the art club. For personal interest I, I, I skim off what I need.
2: <laughs> Do their tax returns. Yeah. Look, you're already
1: committing crime. Let me <laughs> just add some more.
0: Okay, all right. Um, and on that, Seamus, who sits right next to uh, Marja? Uh, right here, second desk of the front row.
1: Yeah, um I think we're gonna go with Bartholomew Xavier the Fifth. Uh, uh, okay.
0: Bartholomew Xavier the Fifth. Yep. Bart <laughs> Yep. Okay. He, no
1: no no no. No one is allowed, no to, one call is him allowed him to call Bart. Bart. It is Bartholomew or Don't Talk to Me Peasant.
2: <laughs> oh fuck.
0: <laughs> All right. Um, who are they, based based on the description you've already given?
1: They are a corporate suitor for merger. Oh no!
3: Oh, oh.
0: Merger. It's <laughs> yes. merger! It's a business merger. A business
1: merger. This is medieval. Yeah, and like, there's been no family play into this. He just thinks it would be a good idea. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Is that and like his
2: future plan for when when I'm yeah okay. yeah for
1: when you take over? He wants to get like like really good on ter- good terms with you to be able to do like his 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 family specializes in um more um alchemical equipment rather than products yeah and he wants to they come supply
0: out supply with- the Bunsen burners yeah um <laughs> and and beakers and flasks yeah yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think I think this kid uh, is like one of the the only people who actually lives in s- like a, a, a place of residence outside of the school,
2: like the campus dorms. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think uh, he, he he wouldn't want to live in the campus. Dorms. No, absolutely um, not. <laughs> he, he's 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 like living in like uh, an apartment or loft somewhere in in the main town of of the island. Um, which leads me to your question, Nick. Yes. Bartholomew Xavier the mm-hmm. fifth had a fucking awesome party. Oh, oh yeah. yeah you did, you did. <laughs> And you weren't invited. Uh, <laughs> Why? <laughs> hmm. It was, it was just before semester commenced. It's kind of like a celebratory thing. Yeah. Coming back to school.
3: Hmm. I think uh just to lean into this dude being a creep, I, I think that he's he's trying to section off Maya. Marja? Maja, yeah. Maja. Definitely. He's, he's, he's like cutting down on competition. <laughs> yeah, I think that's that's his motive there. You were invited. <laughs> <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. No, I get that.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah okay yeah he's he like thinned out the herd a little bit yeah um uh, I think like I think Kevin was there <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> I think I think like and and you know like there were other women there as well I think I think um uh, what's uh I've got Amelia was there um mm-hmm. uh, even Jane Doe was invited um uh, but yeah it was it was definitely an ambush um and I think that leads me to a question that I have for you Charlie. Yeah. What do you find repulsive about Bartholomew Xavier V? I
2: think...
0: And how has he tried to fix it for you?
2: Ooh, okay, yeah. I, I think despite the fact she grew up home alone a lot, she has been privy to a lot of business deals because even though she's, she's a woman and she's supposed to cook and clean, She is the heiress to this giant fortune, this giant business, so she needs to know how the business works. And while she may not get social norms, she knows when someone's, like, there's ulterior motives in the terms of business, Mm. when they drop those right words. And she knows this dude. She knows his family. They've been working together for years, just on an entirely professional level, and the Olsons definitely have the upper hand. um, Bartholomew Xavier, their family... Simply would not have a purpose without mine. I could just choose not to. Su- well, my father could choose not to supply them, and they would be out of business. We hold them by a chokehold, and mm. she knows this, and she know he knows this. So I think, she- I think she's probably been warned about him from her father. Mm. I think she has been been told repeatedly um, to be wary of effective. Of effectively promising suitors. Don't trust anyone that could be a potential promising suitor because they just want you for your money. And I think going from that
0: You find his existence repulsive. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't
2: think she inherently dislikes him as a person because she doesn't she doesn't inherently like move towards disliking people, but he has made he thinks he's slick. He thinks he's so slick. Oh, okay. He he thinks he's a lot smarter than he is because mm. he again, only son and he hasn't had to work for anything, much like Marja, but he has a very different mentality about things and he's not shy about it. And so he just doesn't believe he had to work for anything. So he didn't. And he, he has been very obvious in what he wants. He, he constantly t- talks about how beautiful a merger of these two families would be. And um, think of all the possibilities um, our, like, progeny would have. Like, like he talks about it so businesslike that she can't, Loki reminds her of her dad.
0: Oh, okay.
2: Yeah. <laughs> right. She just looks at him and she's like, oh, that's my young dad. Yeah. Yeah. And she respects her father. She loves him a lot, but he's not that great of a dude. Mm. she's smart enough to realize that but she still loves the guy but this dude she doesn't have to like him yeah no she's still very polite still very respectful will go to his parties be very nice but there is no way that that's gonna fucking work in a million years she ain't fucking no dad
0: (laughs) (laughs) how how has he tried to make himself less dad like for you i think
2: i think he's i think he's keyed up on it but like yeah, yeah yeah like i think um as He's like, I, I want to be the best businessman, so I've got to look like the best businessman. And all gruddy... I'm sorry. All... Teenage boys go through that stage where they try to grow a cool mustache and they just get that fucking prepubescent... Gr- no, I'm not. <laughs> Yours is an actual mustache, are Don't worry. <laughs> but they'll just have like six hairs coming through and it's fucking disgusting. And he thinks it's the coolest thing and he was trying to like like shape it into her dad's coiled mustache and it just was so gross and she couldn't not stare at it whenever they talked. And he noticed and after a while he shaved it off but like he can't shave really well so there's like a lot of like cuts and yeah, it's real bad.
0: I think we planned about,
2: <laughs> about <laughs>
0: that your thoughts on mustaches.
2: <laughs> no, it's just that like 14 year old boy like can't grow a mustache, but I'm going to anyway. Wait until you can do it, buddy. It's nasty. <laughs> you have like a half shaved ferret on your upper lip. Please stop.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we've grown closer as a team. Uh, (laughs) I'd
0: like to grow further away from the team, please. (laughs) Um, (laughs) 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 Now we get to the bottom of the barrel. Oh, no. Seamus, where where? does Saffron sit Um, in this classroom?
1: Third seat. Window seat. Uh, yeah, of
0: yeah,
2: course. yeah.
0: There is a very specific rule set with the breakfast cult um, where you can play a protagonist. We will not be playing that. Um, <laughs> you are doing this of your own volition. Um, <laughs> yes, I
1: made an edge lord, and I have to stick to that.
2: How Yu Gi Oh is your hair? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, scale of
1: Pegasus to uh, Yami, kind of Yami. Oh no, it's um, it's it's purple, um, sort of like a. Read what I wrote down. Hell yes. Um. Yeah. So it's sort of like um, transitioning from like black into purple towards the roots, but it's got like these flicks of like silver through it. Um. That's sort of like, it's like salt and pepper hair, but. If the pepper was purple as well, um, but a bit more of the, it's, it's like sparingly silver mm. um, and it's sort of like spiked up a little bit, um, but quite large.
2: <laughs> it's a lot of gel. <laughs> so much gel.
1: It's magic. Oh it my stays God, up that's with, even
2: better. <laughs> like he
1: chooses this.
2: That's what he uses all his all of his chakra on.
0: Okay, um, uh, do you want to give a little debrief about who yeah. your character is? Um,
1: so I'm playing, uh, Saffron Spirit Caller, um, who grew up most of his early formative years in the, uh, Hokkaido Mountains, uh, in Japan, um, being raised by his grandfather. Um, however, uh, during some point in middle school years, his grandfather passed away mysteriously, um, even he doesn't know why, um. And he had to go back to living with his parents, who are sort of these big uh, business—they like consultants for businesses. They fly around the world and consult, and they don't have a lot of time to look after a kid, unfortunately. So he spent a lot of his time going between plane in plane rides between them, um, and they found out about a school that they a boarding school that they could send him to um oh.
0: very far away yes like <laughs> off the mainland <laughs>
1: yes um because he had shown some talent for like the arcane and the the consultant work that they do has privy information to that sort of stuff um and they're like yeah we'll send him here it'll be good for connections and he'll will at least have a solid place that he can grow up in because plane flights everywhere are expensive <laughs> um so because of that he's sort of this misunderstood delinquent vibe mm. um everyone just thinks he's this loner delinquent um used to be uh, the ace of the kendo club in middle school
0: and your grandfather left you a couple of items yes well. so
1: my grandfather left me a sword that i carry with me and a, a ring uh and this ring he said contained a great trove of knowledge which I am assuming is a metaphor for it's a memento of him and to always remember him by. Yes.
0: <laughs> um. Uh, now, uh, I will flip to Nick. I think.
3: Uh. Yes. So this will be uh the seat in front of Saffron. So yeah, yeah. Saffron's on the window seat. Kevin is next to Saffron. Jane is behind Saffron. And uh, in front of Saffron is Lake Jones.
4: Ooh.
2: Lake.
3: That's that's Blake without the B. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lake Jones. Wait, no,
2: it's actually Blake, but the B is silent. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's in brackets at the beginning of the name. Ooh. <laughs>
3: yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Lake Who's is Lake Jones. Is a uh, a black African kid. He is the class rep. Okay. He uh, answers directly to the student council. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> he, he has some feelings about Maya being the uh, student council president <laughs>
2: yeah, I feel like up until this point there yeah. has at the very least never been a first year student council president I think
3: Lake was running uh, I, I think what, what he's keyed onto is the fact that he was expecting to work his way up through the ranks and then in third year become president, mm. and now he's like, "Well, third year, she's still gonna be here in the same grade."
2: <laughs> 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 come in with my cash money, like, <laughs> suck it.
3: <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think, I think he is. I think he's politically intuitive. Yeah, he's, he's, he's not overtly antagonistic. Yeah, definitely. Do you think but...
0: he knows about the art club's racket? I don't think he does, no. Okay. So he's in the dark about, about the goings-on in that sense.
3: Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, the other thing I want to say about, like, Jones is that he is a new type. Oh, okay, cool. So, yeah, new types are the people that rather than, like, learning the sorcery or anything like that, uh, they are born with one specific psychic power. Mm. And um, uh, his is the ability to uh, shut off um, the, the brain signals going to the rest of the body. Which he he can only do for one limb at a time so far, he can just like stop one of your arms from working, okay, and just make it go limp. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah,
1: right to other people's signals. Yes, not his own. No, no. How is that useful? Power.
2: Yeah, Yeah. I know. It's like
0: I
3: can go limp
2: too. Um, (laughs)
3: Um. All right. Yeah. It's it's enough that he he gets a little um like a new type badge for it. Mm. So people know that he has powers to do this kind of shit. Yeah. He's convinced that it's going to get more powerful over time, though. Then we'll flip back to you, Mm -hmm. Seamus. Seamus,
0: Lake found you at an extremely vulnerable moment. How did he comfort you? And what was the vulnerable moment?
1: Yeah. Um was the anniversary of my grandfather's passing um and not being able to go see his gravesite really got to me at that point because it's sort of like we just got to this island and everything was still new um and he just just helped me to help me get distracted from all that um talking to me introducing me like to how the class worked all that which was surprising because most people avoid me but I guess because he was the class rep, he felt it was his duty to sort of make sure the class was going okay. Mm. Um, how did
0: was, he help? How did he help you? Like just, like,
1: just by being there to talk to.
0: Yeah, honestly. Did just, he suggest you do anything? Um, Create a shrine.
1: Sort of Light he, a candle. He, sh- he showed me to this um, this section of the island that's sort of more mountainous. Okay. Um, and it sort of reminded me of home a little bit. Yeah. And that's where I go now if I want to sort of remember. Cool.
0: Yeah, yeah. Charlie. Mm-hmm. You have given Lake an impossible task as student council president. Okay. What task is it? Teach and- me
2: what a student council president does. <laughs> <laughs> Like I was literally handed this title as the second I walked in. I don't. I've never been to a school before. I don't know what this job entails. Please help.
0: I think that answers my follow up question. With uh, uh, with <laughs> how has he uh, how has he reacted to being given this
2: task? I think initially.
0: Is he grateful?
2: <laughs> I think initially he was torn between. Like the most insulted he's ever been, and just this righteous anger, because that 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 is like being asked to do all of the student council work, like present work.
0: None of the glory, none of the credit. credit. (laughs) And
2: then I think after a couple days, he sort of realized, because I I feel like in in this school, the the student council actually play a lot into the actual, not so much the running of the school and stuff itself, but very much like the clubs and the activities and the festivals and. Mm just sort of school hierarchy and social discipline and without like a really structured sort of rigid environment for the student council to run in. It just crumbles apart with how villainous and chaotic some of the students are. They would just get taken apart like shreds. And I think, I think Lake has a a lot of respect for this school. Like it was his dream to come here and Mm. be the student council president, work his way up and just, maybe one day become the headmaster or something. He wanted to just be the pinnacle of what this school was. And he realized that this school will crumble into nothing if I am left at the helm. (laughs) (laughs) So eventually he sort of realized, well, I always wanted to be the student council president. I may as well. And then I think he sort of realized after a while, oh, everyone else is also going to realize that she has no idea what she's doing as well. Okay, no, this is fine. This works for me. Because then in the same place, if something does go wrong, he's not going to cop the flack for it. So I'm basically, yeah. in a weird way, I'm his patsy. You're a patsy, yeah, I'm a patsy, yeah. Um, I I think yeah that there, there was, and the whole time Masha was just entirely grateful, just like oh you're so helpful. I, I didn't know how in- so so what are club's like that level of understanding of how a school works. And I think initially he was very frustrated, but it weirdly became kind of a passion project. Like I'm like this weird child he's got to like mold. And teach.
0: Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, I'll flip back to you, Seamus, um, uh, diagonally from Saffron. Mm-hmm. Who sits there?
1: Who haven't we had? We're gonna go with <clears throat> Ladasha Silvertongue.
2: Fucking Elon Musk. Like, <laughs> fuck, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: Who is Ladasha?
1: Uh, Ladasha Silvertongue is a member of the Literature Club. Okay. <laughs> um, really, really into, into, into um, magic lore and myths and figuring out how they relate, how, how myth- myths and um, legend translate into actuality.
0: So is she, uh, is she more along the lines of an occult historian as well?
1: Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't think she actually really has any powers. She's more of the person who goes through and studies magic and its effects. Mm. And that's why she's here. She's really interested in how that affects uh, and, and how they can be sort of analyzed and reproduced almost. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah,
0: for sure. Um. Uh, so she's member of the Lit Club. Um, uh, she like a bookish type?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, she has her own ideas for how some of these, uh, how she could write her own legends mm. about people in the class that she's with, like how certain people would translate into stories. Mm. Um, and yeah, absolutely loves reading. Um,
2: so what you're telling me is she writes fan fiction about her classmates. Yeah. Fuck yes.
1: <laughs> absolutely.
0: Uh. <laughs> huh. Charlie. Mhm.
4: Uh-huh.
0: Ladasha is terrified of you. Why?
2: Why would she be afraid of me? I th- actually no, I've got it. I think um one of one of ho- hobbies is that she just experiments with alchemy constantly, like you experiment with cooking. She just and that causes a couple of explosions from time to time. Mm. And normally she's she's very pragmatic, make sure she goes into a lab or, to, or into a closed room. And I think one afternoon, um, Ladasha was um, looking for just like a quiet place to read or a quiet place to study, School's pretty busy, a lot of loud personalities. Library was full, study rooms were full. So she went into a deserted, like, science lab and just sort of, like, curled up in a corner to just sort of read and write in the quiet. And she, like, headphones on, totally, like, in her own zone. And Marja didn't notice her when she went in to do some experiments one day. And they're both going about their own thing, maybe, like, 30 or so minutes go by, and then there is this giant explosion. (laughs) Just... Absolutely giant explosion, so, and no one was harmed, it wasn't big enough, but it was mostly just noisy and flashy, like purple smoke everywhere, sparkles, like maybe the, like her vision kind of went fuzzy and all warpy, and the first thing she sees is this wide-eyed, smoke-covered Marja with her hair blown up into uh, spikes and this like wide, um, toothy grin and just sort of standing in the smoke, like, really excited about this alchemical reaction. And then she sort of notices that there's another human in the corner, and she just sort of whips her head around with these wide tooth grins. She looks absolutely terrifying. And then she just goes into full panic mode, like, are you okay? And then from Ladash's perspective, this terrifying mad scientist with big, scary, wide teeth covered in smoke and all spiky, has just snapped her head in her direction and is now running towards her. Yeah,
0: she thinks you're schizo. Like she like, thinks she i an absolute like, nut job. This experiment is just is just blown. What little shred of confidence um, she had in yeah. student council? Yeah. yeah,
2: she is convinced <laughs> that I. <I'm, yeah. laughs> <laughs> she's convinced that I'm going to blow this school to kingdom. kingdom she Doesn't
1: trust the student council. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, she she's straight up. I, I think we'll just, she thinks I'm just gonna blow us all up at one point, and she's terrified of that. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um, Nick. Yes. Um, Ladasha is madly in love with Rudy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, is, what is the quality that she fetishizes in Rudy?
2: <laughs> Don't make noises like that. <laughs> I just thought of so many ways that could go.
3: Look, he's a sculptor. He is amazing with his hands.
2: <laughs> like short guys. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. I, I've definitely caught her spying on me in the art club room before. Oh yeah. And I like had to follow up on that because I'm like, all right, I got a crack. i <laughs> <laughs> beat I'm up a child. Beat <laughs> some skulls in. <laughs> and, and I was like, no, she's not scoping us out, she's scoping me out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Um how did you guys meet?
3: I think that's how we met, yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> she was just fucking <laughs>
3: stalking it was, you. It was like a, a reverse stalking, because I was like, I gotta stalk her now. <laughs> and we <I> just <laughs> stalked each other around in circles for a bit <laughs> uh, until we both knew everything about each other. Modern love
0: story. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Some killing, stalking shit.
2: <laughs>
0: okay, um, uh, Charlie. Yes. Who sits here?
2: Who sits there? Okay. Yeah,
0: right in front of Amelia, I... uh, and next to Kevin, but uh, technically adjacent to Saffron.
2: Yeah, I I know exactly who sits there. His name is um, Jin. I don't know korean last names very well but he's a young korean boy named jin and he is the bodyguard of bartholomew xavier oh okay <laughs> they <laughs> the bodyguard sits
0: one desk away from yeah
2: there, there was from a the... clerical error and they haven't been able to sort it out <laughs> yeah it's a real it's a real shit show I don't really understand the paperwork, because it's all assigned seating, and I'm the student council president, so I need to approve it. But whenever I see like, Bartholomew put in a request for something, like yep. to have his bodyguard move closer, I just sort of like, push it away and ignore it, because I don't want to deal with it. Um, <laughs> you put
1: that in the circular file.
2: Yeah, yeah. So this guy, Jin, he um, is the same age as Bartholomew, and they uh, grew up together. Like Jin was effectively... Raised to be the lifelong protector of Bartholomew. Mm. And I think they are. Jin considered that Kit considers them to be steadfast friends. Bartholomew was like, This is my bodyguard. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Jin is
2: also head over heels for Bartholomew for yes. some fucking reason. Yes.
0: <laughs> I. The two minds. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. And like, lo- like, he wanted to sit next to Bartholomew to uphold his, you know, bodyguard like duty. But he really likes how his hair looks, and he can stare at him all the time now. Yeah, and not get told off for staring at him because Bartholomew would straight up call him out on it. I don't think ba- Bartholomew just thinks he's a creepy bodyguard, but because he, he's he's not conscious of anything but me right now. Yeah, he's just like focused on that like business game. But Jin, Jin, Jin just wants to protect his childhood best friend and long time crush.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, and this
2: this dude I think is. I forget the the technical term for it, but he is um, not uh, magical or occult or satanic or anything. He's one of the mathematicians. Y-
0: yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah. he
2: the only reason he got into the school in the first place is because Bartholomew's parents pulled strings.
0: Yeah. 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 And, and he's kind of had to struggle to make up for. Yes. He is. What is the sense be like a lack of? Yeah. The non knowledge. the
1: non magic guy protects the magic guy.
2: Yeah. yeah. And it is in a only school of
1: magic people, yeah,
2: <laughs> purely because Jin is just fucking like, in, in terms of hand to hand combat, the scariest motherfucker. Despite mm. the fact, like, he he doesn't look that intimidating. Like, yeah, he looks like he buff, maybe like works out a bit, but like, it's like like lean and mean kind of guy. Very soft spoken. Very uh, yes, yes, Master Bartholomew. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. All right. Hmm. Is he out?
2: Um, it's never been a secret. Mm. Um, I I don't he's only ever had eyes for Both Bartholomew. He yeah. he's just like starry-eyed, just first crush in love with this guy. Okay. Um, I don't think it's a matter of him being out because he's never looked at anybody else. Mm. I think to the rest of the class, it's so fucking obvious. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. and I, I think if Jin realized that everybody else realized. He he wouldn't care about the fact that people knew he was gay that's that's not a, the fact He would be very embarrassed to to realize that people know that he is in love with effectively his his lord, his master.
0: Yeah, okay.
2: yeah All right <sighs> It's kind of just like a I imagine him disposition wise just a big Labrador puppy.
0: I was trying to think of some more provocative
2: questions.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> Seamus. Yes. You've witnessed Jin doing something illegal. And and not, not just illegal in the sense that it is against like, like common law, but out of science illegal. Okay. What was he doing? And have you told anyone about it?
1: He was trying to gain abilities to better be able to protect Bartholomew. Um, By tapping into something that neither of us understood. I feel like it sort of went a bit out of control. And I helped him survive through it. Um. As, as far as I know, he hasn't tried it again. Um, and I haven't told anyone because I'm not that sort of person. Stitches get stitches. What did he try to do? Um, make a pact with something. Okay. To gain some form of abilities that he could help. Ha- so that he wasn't completely uh, defenseless against the uh, like magic and yep. magic science.
0: Yeah. All right. And have you told anyone about this? No, no not a soul. Not a soul. Alright, okay. Yeah, I think he I think he respects you for that. Like, he wouldn't be caught dead hanging out with Nobody you. Nobody would. But but like like there is again an uneasy bond between the two of you. That I think he respects you for not selling him out about that. Nick. Yes. You threw Jin under the bus Yeah and would do it again and <laughs> He was a long time um, uh, Consumer Of uh, The art club's uh, Essays mm. uh, Like like uh, glyphs And uh,
3: Something went wrong And Jin Yeah I didn't go. get an invite to that fucking party Is what went wrong <laughs> 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 Bodyguard. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> what did you do to him? Um, look, uh, like Rudy is smart enough to know that he can't hit back at Bartholomew via the Fifth, <laughs> but he can take his anger out on the bodyguard. Yeah. 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 How did you do it? Could it be as simple as the fact that he? I've just. I sent him a dodgy order. <laughs> All right. I, I got him to. Uh, botch a couple lines on there specifically. Imagine like him in the art club, and someone's just there painting. Going, well, well, no, this isn't right. If you put a dot there, it's going to. It's like, no, no, nope. <laughs> <laughs> what was the glyph meant to do originally? Um, it was definitely meant to be some sort of like little harmless, like a uh, smoke manipulation thing. <laughs> and what did it end oh, up right. doing? It, it f- filled up the room, set off the smoke alarm, and uh, triggered an evacuation. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
0: I think he got, I think he failed an assessment Mm. because of you. Mm. And I think he is now running the risk of repeating a year. Mm. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, And he blames you for that. (laughs) I mean, he's right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. I think we have... How many more boxes do we have on that? We, we have, have, have four, four, four more. Okay. No,
2: five if we include the teacher. If Or if you I've have a teacher. I've come up with the
0: teacher. Yes. yes. Um, teacher, but I yeah. will ask you questions about the teacher, toward, provocative questions about the teacher toward the end. Um, uh, but there are four more boxes. Do you want to do a student, Aaron?
1: Then we all get one more student. Yeah.
0: Yes. Okay. Um, uh, I think... Uh, in the uh, middle between Jin and between Bartholomew is a student named Saito (laughs) Maraguchi. And I think that... um, I think that Saito is another technomancer. Mm -hmm. Um, And is... You he, know, like he's he's kind of that uh, he's kind of a weird kid. He gives off that like school shooter vibe. Oh, cool! Um, God, and cool. and like uh, like you know he he's he knows he knows a lot of stuff that he probably shouldn't. Um, uh, and he's he's not he's not vocal. Um, uh, and he's he's kind of skitterish. Um, and extremely introverted. People get a weird feeling from him. Jin especially gets a weird feeling from him.
2: Especially since that he's <clears throat> the one separating him from Bartholomew. Yes,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now, now I've got to come up with provocative questions for this character I've just created. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I'm going to say now, actually, this is one of the students that you share a dorm with.
2: Okay, I will write dorm mate above him.
3: Yeah. Um. Uh, and is this American college rules where it's like two people to a dorm or? No, everybody gets a single room. Um. Uh, it's it's
0: I'm using the the rules as lifted from the Breakfast cult um yep. uh, rulebook. Uh. Everyone gets a, a single room and a single bathroom. Um. Uh, within that room. Um. The Okay. Nick. Yes. You got Saito to design something for you. What was it and why?
3: Hmm. Cause he's got the tech, right? Yeah. I I definitely had like an app in mind. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you Because <laughs> that's 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 where my business head went I was like what if this was like an app And then like I very quickly realized That that would be like way too much evidence To just leave on random students phones <laughs> So I was like what if it's a self-destructing app <laughs> 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 <Fuck>. <laughs> So I went and found Saito I'm like I need a self-destructing uh, Glyph ordering app Uber for glyphs Yeah <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. I think he wiped his
0: nose on his like mm. hand and then and then said, Yeah, okay.
3: Yeah. Um, long story short, it blew up my phone. It actually self it actually self-destructed. It, actually <laughs> self-destructed. it yeah. worked. Yeah.
2: You just weren't specific I enough. I just
3: realized that that was on me, so I don't <laughs> hold it against him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like
0: he would go out of his way to talk to you now. Mm. Not a lot of people do that. And and He's mistaken that for care. (laughs) Yes. Um, uh, And I I think I think like he, yeah, like like he kind of wants to get in on this eventually. Mm. This art club racket, Charlie. Yes. Saito stole something of yours.
2: Okay. Mm.
0: What is it? And have you gotten it back?
2: I. And how? Think. (laughs) Hmm. I think um, I, despite being at school, I still sort of have um, a hand in my family's business, and I have a a um, a, a laptop, or the the equivalent that I use for uh, explicitly um, Olson family alchemy work, whether it be ordering, talking to clients, um, brokering um, new deals, and all high level stuff like i i'm basically used as well my father uses me as the the pretty face to charm new clients and customers mm. and like people are tend to make a deals a lot sweeter if i'm the one talking because it's just a young teenage girl got to be nice and I, I mean i know what i'm doing i'm just doing what my dad says and i think um since he's sitting um just diagonally behind me and whenever i have a chance in like study period i'm probably like working between school work, student council. Well, I don't do student council work. <laughs> 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 Lake, Lake does that. Um, <laughs> Lake does that. Yeah, I'm just doing, like, homework, and then I'm, I'm working on business stuff. And I think Saito has seen this laptop and seen the kind of information it holds. Mm. Like, it has information that could ruin companies. It, yeah. Yeah, this, like, it, it's not just, um, it's like, Who's buying what? How much of this they use? Um, all this kind of sketchy shit. Mm. And I think for whatever reason it be, I I um, I'm not like Marja isn't paranoid about security because no one's ever she's never been in an environment where someone has any ill intent towards her that she's aware of anyway in a in a sort of like actual physical sense. So she just sort of keeps her laptop in her bag, hanging off the back of her chair. And I think one day as he was leaving class, he just sort of sticky fingered it out of her bag. Yep. And it wasn't until a few days later that she got into class early and um, Jane Doe was sitting at the back as she always is. And weirdly enough, Saito, who typically doesn't arrive to class early, is sitting at his desk working on my laptop. And I see this. And he sort of looks at me, and he—I I think there's like this scene where we just sort of stare at each other, and it, there's like this weird, you like, s- like rubs a snotty nose against his sleeve. It's like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't didn't realize it was yours. And you see him like pull out a USB, and then hand me back my laptop.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I think, I think Marja knows enough to keep an eye on him, but she doesn't know enough about computers themselves to know, like potentially what he could have done yeah yeah
0: and i think in that like in the time that you've had it back he hasn't said a word hasn't like, said a
2: word i haven't he noticed doesn't acknowledged
0: mis- your existence yeah. even
2: yeah hasn't he's literally never spoken to me before mm. like i've tried to talk to literally every every person in class at least once he would not even like look me in the eye yeah and i i think after i got it back i looked at my files made sure everything was there nothing was commented on, nothing was changed, nothing was broken, nothing was missing. It was exactly the same. And I think she finds that very unsettling. Mm. Though she doesn't show it. I think the whole time she was like, oh my God, it's such a mistake. Don't worry about it. But the whole time she's just kind of weirdly on edge and she's not a person to be on edge, but she's watching him now.
0: Yeah, all right. Okay. Um, Seamus. I think... But I will. I will pick on you actually a little yeah. bit. Um, uh, we have three more uh, tables left. Do we want to write? Oh, we wrote.
2: Yeah, we, got, wrote we have four
3: s- more. Four we miscounted.
0: We miscounted. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yes, I can't count. <laughs> um, all right, pick one of those tables. Yeah, and, I
1: think I think we're going to go window seat front row. Yeah, and this is uh, Lorelai Ravencrest. Lorelai.
0: These names are yeah. so
1: extra. Your, your um, surname <laughs> conventions.
2: It's, ve- it's very in cart, and I'm here for that.
1: Now, I heard talk before about yokai being a thing. Yeah. Uh, Lorelei Ravencrest is a raven yokai um, from a raven yokai family. Yes! Uh, I see. And is a member okay. of the disciplinary committee. Ah, oh, Yes okay uh, at this school um where,
3: where openly a bird or she just gives off bird vibes bird vibes Bird, bird vibes. vibes. okay
1: yeah um and can sort of has a transformation um uh above her name
0: make her a dorm maid as well
2: just you go into like the communal kitchen and there's just fucking feathers everywhere um. all the time <laughs>
1: She has a, uh, a large family. She, she's not the only one to pass through the school. And generally her family go through the disciplinary committee. Mm. Um, she's probably not the only one at this school in her family at the moment. Um, but it's definitely a tradition, traditional family to go through this school. Uh, her family probably lives on the island.
0: Yeah. Yeah. In all, in all probability.
1: And they generally go into like security work for the island. Mm. There's got to be some sort of police force on the island, right?
0: There is. <laughs> um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> they they're what um, uh, law wise are referred to as the cleaners. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: Definitely a family of cleaners.
0: Okay. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. All right. Okay. Cool. Yeah. A family of cops. Um. <laughs>
2: Nepotism at its finest.
0: Hmm. Uh, uh,
2: is it known that she's a yokai, like, or is this sort of just like a? I
0: think this is a Jane Doe situation. I don't
1: know. How, I don't know how stigmatized yokai are in this world. Uh, they wouldn't be, really. I believe they come under
0: out-of-science beings. Yeah, it's it's like if anyone found out, they'd be f- freaked. They know what they are, but but that's definitely a signal that something has gone wrong.
1: Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, then it's sort of... It's on the down-low, but there yeah. are definitely rumours about it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. It's hard to keep that under wraps when you come from a family of them.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. and you're so, like... Active like, in the society.
1: If there's one rumor about your family, y- everyone knows.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Hmm. All right. Rudy. Nick. Yes. Lorelai invited you to join a cult.
3: Okay. What yes. What was your response? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Uh, I... A hard no is like a very normal answer to give to that kind of thing. Yeah, Uh yeah. How how bizarre? Like, uh, do you want to give me anything more on that? As far she, like, as as far as like the way she describes it, mm. it, it's pretty
0: inert. It's it's like, do you want to get together
3: and talk about conspiracy theories? Oh. <laughs> uh, God, Rudy would have had a really hard time saying no to that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think. Okay, all right. I know Lorelai is from a, a, a like a family of cops. Yeah, but she's your dorm mate, and specifically, she's the kind of dorm mate to smoke weed right by the window, <laughs> and, and like and like uh, like like blow it outside, or like or at late at night, hot box the apartment. Yes, um and each. I like she has some very strong ideas about the foundation who would like the the magical government of uh the world like like kind of like a magical UN mm-hmm. um uh, and also about the the political hierarchy within the school itself and she's big in a tarot like I <laughs> <are> think they- <laughs> Rudy said yes okay <laughs> <laughs> Like, by cult, I suppose she means, do you want to get, get together to smoke weed and talk about <laughs> conspiracy theories?
3: <Yeah>. Um, <laughs>
0: that's just a dorm room thing. A- <laughs>
3: yeah, I, I think, like, Rudy's, like, justified it to the art club, like, oh, yeah, no, we need an insider on the disciplinary committee. But that's not it at all. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, no, 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 no. Like, like she's
0: she's really taking this seriously. Like, yeah. you guys are doing some subversive work.
1: Yeah. But it's you know, <laughs> it's not that bad.
0: Mm. Um, yeah.
1: So what if we changed all the uniform? What if we changed the uniform policy to actually have a uniform? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> that'd be some crazy actually, stuff.
2: Side note: Do we have a uniform?
0: Yes, there are students who attend the institute uh, who are tertiary; they're, they're college kids, so they don't they don't need to wear it. Um, but it's very varsity. Um, yeah, yeah yeah uh, again American rules um, the, the the uniform is optional.
1: I absolutely wear the uniform.
2: Same?
3: No <laughs> 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 Sorry to be the party pooper at the table, but no.
1: <laughs> but like I wear it disheveled. Yeah, yeah.
2: and I, I feel like the school uniform, like for male and female is tie, and that's like mm. a very strict. If you wear the uniform, you got to wear it right, you got to wear your tie uh Marsha wears a giant fucking bow instead and because mm, she's mm. a student council president no one fucking calls her out on it except yeah. for maybe um lake
3: yeah lake
0: lake with like, like the most the sensible of, yeah <laughs> yeah 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 that man's but, double windsor <laughs> yeah double windsor yeah yeah, yeah. pre-tied yeah. <laughs> he's he's like he spends his evenings laboriously tying double windsor knots and like,
2: he like like uh, like hot press like presses them the irons yeah yeses
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah um uh, on his birthday wish list is another <laughs> school uniform um, <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I a, um, am a, a fucking like pant press with like his name engraved on yeah it. <laughs> yeah
0: yeah 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 uh, he's uh, to the like to the letter um
2: uh, fuck I want to punch this dude. <laughs> Just like me. <laughs> I wouldn't deck this dude.
0: Um Charlie, um uh, you can find a secret about yourself uh in Lorelei.
3: She's like that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I I yeah. Um
3: <laughs> it hits the button. she's like, I hate small talk.
2: Yeah. <laughs> let's,
0: let's talk about deep <laughs> shit.
2: <laughs> Yeah. I, I think despite her... what do you think
0: happens after we die
1: <laughs> tell me something you've never told anyone else
0: I think I'd be reincarnated as a giraffe
2: <laughs> but like with wings yeah.
0: <laughs> I think I'm at the end of samsara man like I'm about to break the cycle um.
2: <laughs> I I think um, one night um, I think I think the First, like I think the majority of the time, Lorelai would just hotbox her own room. And the first time she ever, like, like three a.m. in the morning, decided to actually go out into like the communal area and like just like smoke out of a window. Um, Marja got up for some late night baking because she couldn't sleep, and she walks out and then she sees Lorelai sitting on the windowsill, fucking greened the fuck out. And Lorelai goes into just, like, panic paranoid. Like, oh, that's the student council president. I'm going to get expelled. I'm going to – and I think Marja sees this and just sort of puts her hands up, like, yo, don't worry. I'm an alchemist. And she goes over to, like, her, like, bakery stash in the the kitchen, pulls out some brownies. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. And al- an alchemist, you got to make sure you know you got to try everything once, right? And I think sometimes with with the stress of um, <laughs> running the school, <laughs> don't tell me that. <laughs> no, having to uphold the image of being the heiress to one of the most well, the most powerful alchemical company in the world. Mm. There's a lot of pressure there. She's got an image to uphold, and yeah. she's got to be bubbly and happily all the time. And she gets stressed out from all the people. She hasn't been around people, so she can find it very stressful, but doesn't let anyone know that. And that's mm. why she couldn't sleep. She was stressed out. And so it's very rare, but every once in a while, like late at night, early morning, she'll just get up, have a couple brownies and just like, just keep baking. She will just bake absolutely greened out of her mind. And I think Laura Lice, um is so confused for a while because she sees Marja come out hold her hands up in like the universal whoa, 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 whoa calm down and then do a 180 in the kitchen and then come back with just like a tupperware container full of brownies yeah and there's like this light bulb that goes yeah. on in her head and like her like conspiracy theory brain has been blown like
0: <laughs> your status quo but like your, your cool status quo i'm
2: cool status quo now i have a
1: very important question is this pot or is this like magic
2: Oh, oh, this
1: this pot is magic! <laughs> um, <laughs> oh yeah!
3: <laughs> Great, we've got a stoner podcast now. Fantastic.
2: <laughs> like it's it's not it's One not character. It's um. not weed, but um, it's it's just basically some alchemy ingredients. When you mix them together right, it gives the same effect, but nowhere near as strong. With all the negative side mm. effects like I inherent think, paranoia. Yeah.
0: I think I think her room smells like incense constantly, and and yeah. so like essential oils. Um, it's it's nice. It's aromatic.
2: Yeah, and I, I think. But also,
0: she has a poster that says <laughs> "I want to believe" on on the wall, <laughs> and, a couple and she's of surrounded like... by a bunch of magical students. There's like an anonymous
2: um... mask on the wall. Yep.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: And yeah, I I think Lorelai is the only person in the world that knows that. Sometimes Marja needs to calm down and they have like this silent camaraderie. Sometimes they'll just like 3, 4 a.m. get up, just have like a little sesh. And then they won't say a word because I think I think I tried once to initiate a conspiracy theory conversation, but Marja just needed to just decompress and just chill. Yeah. And I think I can respect that. Yeah. As a a fellow stoner, and they just have this, like, silent head. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) 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 They have this head. Like, it's very rare. Yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah, um, Marja makes medicinal brownies sometimes. (laughs) Arcane medicinal brownies. Arcane medicinal brownies. They're very good.
0: Nick. Yes. Do you have a character to add to the table?
3: Um... I am going to add a character to the table. I think Amelia needs a bandmate. Hell yeah! Damn it! That. Oh yeah. my god! I was
2: thinking the I same thing. I was thinking that. Oh, bro. Uh,
3: am I taking this from everyone else? If I no, 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 I've got other ideas. Uh, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Uh, this is Neve Grady. She's the drummer in the band, and uh, she's also an occult historian, specifically on Celtic magic. Right oh, on. Yes. She's the druid kid. Yeah.
0: Nice. Yeah, nice.
3: Okay. Mm. I think she she's uh definitely more straight lace. I almost want to say straight edge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, like of the um normal core of, um, of the Fem Fatale members. <laughs>
1: She got in just because of how good the drumming was. Yeah,
3: yeah. Mm, Yeah, yeah. They're from
0: from, uh, musical prowess and not prowess as a gang of dangerous females. No,
3: turns around when anyone's doing graffiti. (laughs) 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 Yeah, no, she has, like, real (laughs) musical aspirations and, um, like... Show, like Amelia is kind of running the show, but like Neve keeps trying to push that. Like if they like took the band thing more seriously, <laughs> they could be a good band.
0: <laughs> okay, Um, Seamus, Neve uh, works a job in secret. Mm-hmm. What's the job, mm-hmm. and how did you find out? But this is something that she is trying to hide.
1: She's fry cook at Burger Kong. Okay. Yeah. Why is she ashamed of that? (laughs) Like I imagine, supposed to be in this punk band.
0: I imagine like like you lining up for food there at Burger Kong one time. Yeah, and she kind of like fucking ducks under the counter. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Um. uh, Yeah. Uh, Do do you follow through with your order?
1: Absolutely.
2: (laughs) Just like lean over the counter and talk down at her.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, 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 I don't see any problems so, with this. What, absolutely... what sort of
3: instrumental pit do you have at your local McDonald's <laughs> that you lean down <laughs> over well, the
2: counter and there's a duck, fry cook there? But she's stuck down.
3: She's stuck okay. down. That's all. <laughs> okay.
0: But she's the... she hasn't jumped into a trench. <laughs> <laughs>
1: she's just she's just like crouching <laughs> in plain sight. <laughs> Because she had to take orders that day? Rather yeah. than yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think I think for the time being, if I have any provocative questions about Neve, I will ask them. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but let's go through and do another student. Mm-hmm. Um, does anyone have any ideas that they're desperate to put in the table?
2: I, I strongly believe that no stupid high school anime rom-com fucking sitcom bullshit is complete without a set of twins.
0: Oh, good. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
2: now I am torn. I, I, I was thinking either somebody else in the class can have a twin or the last two could be the twins.
0: Last two can be twins?
2: If, if no one else has any ideas, or I do have ideas for somebody else to have a twin sibling.
3: Yeah, actually tell us who in the class has a twin sibling. That sounds very interesting. Yeah,
4: yeah, okay. um,
2: yeah. Peaches. Peaches has oh, okay. a a twin sister, and they they are like day and night in terms mm. of appearance. Like Peaches is this <clears throat> like jacked, hypermuscular sumo girl, and um, she's she's relatively short, like um, short and stout. Yeah, um, to sort of fit with that whole like sumo body type. Whereas her sister is like this tall, lean string bean, mm. and. Um, I I think she is the 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 leader of the the peaches fan club. Did my mic just drop out a little bit there? It felt like it did. Never mind. Yes, no. Um and she is the the leader of the peaches fan club. She is her sister's number 1 supporter. And um her name is um I haven't dis- let's let's think of a name for peaches <laughs> sister. Shit. I only came up with a pseudonym for Peaches, not an actual name. <laughs> Let me come up with a name real quick. But um, aside from that, yeah, she, she came in just on her, her first day. She was like, I am starting a fan club for Peaches mm. and has been like a ride or die fan. And just she is the reason for her sister's popularity. She is the biggest supporter. Like she's her, um, like her trainer, effectively as well
0: okay yeah, yeah yeah she's a coach yeah yeah,
2: yeah. they are they are like as thick as thieves okay They're like best friends yeah
0: yeah do they share the same magical affinity
2: no i i think um i i really like the idea of just like a sumo with psionic powers i think um where peaches has the ability to sort of like psionically astral projects like a fist or even her whole form at some point i th- yeah, right. How fucking that's pretty cool. That's um, fucking yeah. sick. <laughs> I think um, uh, her sister is probably an alchemist. Okay. Yeah, which is why um, a
1: peach-based alchemist.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know where I'm going with it. That's why um, Peaches was able to rise through the ranks of like um, like sumo professionalism so well because her sister is so well versed in alchemy and was able to create the perfect diet for mm. an aspiring sumo. Okay. I will think of a name if you have provocative questions. Is Peaches a new type? I think Peaches is a new type, yeah.
0: Sounds like it. Yeah, but yeah, Peaches
2: is a new type.
0: Okay. Um, uh, and does she she sits right behind Peaches? Directly behind is that Peaches? Peaches, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah cool. Do so we want to note that?
2: I will write down Alchemist as I don't have a name yet. <laughs>
0: I'm. I am uh, a staunch believer that every classroom in a high school should have at least one Jennifer in it. Um.
2: <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll, I'm down with Jennifer. So back to the Future hi- rules. Jenny hyphen fur. There we go. <laughs> yeah. uh, Canonically,
3: this game is set in 2080, so uh, <laughs> yeah. the, the kids with dumb names have all grown up. Yeah. And then had other
1: kids with dumb with names. Dumber <laughs>
2: names. Yeah.
1: I think these names are great. What are you talking about?
2: <laughs> it's we've we've reached the point of where kids aren't allowed to have the same name as anybody else, so they have to be so astronomically stupid mm. that yeah, they don't like that, double up on the. Register. I'm sorry, that
1: name has been taken. Could you please select <laughs> another? <laughs> Could you
2: please put another underscore xd in it?
0: Mm. <laughs> um, does anyone else have any any suggestions for or a character? I can put I can put one down in a heartbeat but I'll open it up to you guys just in case.
3: Yeah. No, I've got one. If,
1: yeah, if you've got one, yeah, I'm, go I'm, for it. I'm out.
3: Yeah. I just, um, I was looking at like the power spread that we've got here and I would love to have another alchemist on the table. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yes. Um, so this is Pavel Medvedev, <laughs> Medvedev, <laughs> Pavel Medvedev. Russian. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, he is uh, aspiring alchemist. He is so excited to have a classmate who is the daughter <laughs> of, <laughs> of such an established uh,
1: alchemical company. I yeah. mean,
2: you've got like the daughter of the supplier and the son of the equipment supplier. So yeah. he's fucking. This is sad. the
1: <laughs> class to be in if you're yeah. an alchemist.
3: Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, I think like he's a uh, like a, a, a poisons and acid specialist.
2: Okay. Okay.
3: And, uh, he like t- probably like two or three times a week he he tries to pour something through your desk while uh, <laughs> showing it off to you. <laughs> ah, ah,
2: ah. I I think there were yeah yeah a couple times where like something has immediately started to burn or sizzle mm. and Marge is just like so quick with like the the basically the antidote for the mm. acid because she's just strapped she's constantly strapped like if like. Fucking alchemy supplies with guns, she'd be like fucking Mr. T. Like, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was a weird uh, th- that metaphor.
3: Just like <laughs> I was just, like, she's like Mr. T. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. He is also a keen outdoorsman and is in the orienteering club. Hey, yes, yes, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Um, okay, I will introduce certain members of this homeroom as being part of certain clubs um, along the campaign. Mm. We won't do them all here. But um, uh, canonically, just so that we can have it on on paper, um, I think we've listed two dorm mates. That's Saito.
2: Saito and and um, Lorelai. Yep,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we also list uh, Jane Doe as a dorm mate? Yes.
3: Yep. <laughs> the big D in the corner.
0: And Kevin.
3: Kevin. Kevin yep. Fong. Yes.
0: And uh, the three of you and the four of them are doormates inside one shared long building. Um, uh, And, yeah, when we pick up the campaign, uh, we will introduce them all from there. Um, Fantastic. To close off, um, uh, I will uh, note the homeroom teacher
2: I've been waiting for so long I'm actually so excited (laughs)
0: Um, uh, whose name is uh, Jabari Al-Nadir
3: Yes, this was on the uh, application form that you sent us. (laughs) Yes.
0: (laughs) I sent uh, everybody here a student application questionnaire um, to kind of gauge a temperature check for how their characters would react to certain situations. Mm. Um, uh, And I think it worked pretty well. Um, uh, And Jabari Al nadir is your uh, homeroom teacher. Uh, He is... um, he is uh, five rings uh, specifically fire Hell yeah yeah um uh, and he kind of has like um uh, uh, like no nonsense um approach to to teaching um but it's a front like like he's not too much older than you guys um you're thinking that like like he, he probably went to the the institution as um like a, a a bachelor's student um and just went into education started the cycle again and became uh, a teacher um uh, and specifically like he specializes in ward training um uh, it's like what his theoretical knowledge uh, set is based on and uh but there are like, you know, like, there are like old school photos, I think, around the Institute um, of him when he was younger. And um, you get the feeling that he was kind of like a, a greaser, ostensibly, like a brawler. Um, uh, and he's he's kind of straightened up now. Um, uh, but a little bit of that shines through when nobody's looking. Um Provocative questions. Uh, do you guys want to ask me some provocative questions about Jabari on the deer?
2: Who is his least favorite student? And, like, like obviously his least favorite
0: student. Oh, <laughs> <yeah. laughs> okay. Um, oh, man.
2: <laughs> this, for this straight-laced dude. This is like the worst class. Yeah. yeah, this is my favorite dynamic. I
0: mean, it's it's Rudy, obviously. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> I think it's like I think it's like he sees so much of himself in Rudy, at like, Ooh, like for, okay. for that age, that he just detests it and is like trying to come down hard on Rudy as a result. Yeah, yeah, that checks out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any other provocative
1: questions? Which student? Does he think doesn't belong here?
0: Hmm. Kevin Fong.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm not even gonna elaborate on that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like even Jin is better than Kevin Fong. Yeah,
0: do. yeah, 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 yeah. Um if you if like if you cornered him with that question, um I think like, like he wouldn't say anything because he's a teacher and they're they paid not to say anything. <laughs> um, <laughs> but In his heart of hearts, Kevin Fong
3: doesn't belong in this classroom. Any other provocative questions? What teacher in this school was a teacher while he was a student and still has it in for him? Oh, okay. (laughs) Oh, that's
2: very good.
3: Oh. You can pick, like, a, a club supervisor. Yeah, I could.
2: Or, like, oh, actually, it'd probably be... Maybe like one of the um, uh, the 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 cleaners that was there when he was a kid. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> this guy made so much uh, work. A vengeful janitor. <laughs> a vengeful janitor, yeah. Um,
0: her name is uh, Mrs. McCafferty, and and she's like well in her fifties now um uh, and she is an occult historian um uh, but uh, kind of kind of uh, teacher to uh, wrap hands and knuckles with rulers and things like that uh. and like she like she can't she can't really like separate the image of him as a working professional from the person that he was when he was in high school um, and and you know ribs him about things that that he did.
2: Yeah, un- undermines his authority. Undermines like his authority. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah.
0: And and maybe even like puts in complaints to the principal of the institute. Um, uh, you know, like like just a serial complainer. You know, um, about conduct. Yeah, yeah, um, okay. And and you know, like isn't intentionally trying to ruin his career, but is on the way to doing it. Mm yeah I think that's pretty good
2: I think yeah, yeah I good. I feel like that ties that up very nicely yeah
0: yeah yeah I think we have um, a great collection of characters here that I, I can't wait to explore um. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we did so much better than I thought we
4: would <laughs> this
2: is so fucking wild <laughs>
3: You can find us at RF Encounters on Twitter or as Real Fantasy Encounters on Facebook. We appreciate any support, whether that's leaving a review or telling a friend about us. Thanks for listening and see you next week.